Hey everybody, the first time I did this opening was a lot funnier than this time. Wednesday, 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 because this is Sports Wednesday. thought it'd be tough to match the energy of the first time around but he did it but you know what this feels like it feels like i was at home and i listened to the cd and then all of a sudden i was invited to go to listen to the band live yeah it's pretty sweet that's right welcome to sports wednesday everybody sports talk for the medium fan if you don't know what that means by now it means we'll talk a lot about that one guy who did that one good thing but we're a little fuzzy on the details I'm your host, Pete Brown, the big man on campus. We did have some technical difficulties earlier tonight, but now the coach has relocated himself and things are working well. So let me introduce these two co-hosts of mine. You can find him outside of the Cavs game selling t-shirts out of a duffel bag that read, Blatt's where it's at. It's the coach, basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? I'm, I'm doing better now that I'm in real time. I like it. You're in real time now. You're in Maestro's basement. Yes. Yeah, that Maestro, he'd trade LeBron James straight up for Eddie Van Halen with his sick guitar licks. Joining us, as always, for live music, the Maestro. How are you, Maestro? I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, it's okay. Coach is there now. Is he in his jammies? He's not in his jammies. I am. Mm -hmm. He's feeling a little awkward. Coach, I just want to believe that, like, when we said, you know, your connection at home wasn't any good, that you just sprinted down to Maestro's as fast as you could. He I did. Here, he got here really fast. I, I was just, yeah. I mean, full sprint, Usain Bolt fast. Nice. Nice. By the way, Usain Bolt, did you guys know this? He he signed a professional soccer contract? Yeah, some Australian team, right? Somebody out of Australia? Uh, it's Yeah, some mid-level league, but he's apparently pretty good. I saw him Ooh. score a goal. I saw his, uh, he was in an exhibition and he... He scored a goal, so. All right. Well, before we get into it, I should just remind everybody you can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sport Singular Wednesday. Uh, We picked up about 18 followers last week, so we're over 1,500. That's good. And over on Instagram, where we have some sick visual content from the maestro, we have 73 followers at Sports Wednesday. And growing. And growing. That's right. And uh, again, we're we're pushing towards breaking triple digits uh, before the end of the year. I heard Thanksgiving last time, so we've got a little Ooh, work to do. Yeah, he said Thanksgiving. I like uh, I like having achievable goals, so I'm going to say the end of the year, and I'm not even <laughs> going to specify what year. I love it. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, you heard us talking about soccer there a little bit. Usain Bolt uh, signing a, a minor league soccer contract, but... Big news here in Columbus, Ohio, where Sports Wednesday is headquartered, and that's that the Columbus crew have been uh, under threat of being moved to Austin by ass-clown owner Steve Precourt uh, may, in fact, have been hashtag saved. What about it, Coach? Well, from what what I've heard, that that they're working out the details. Uh, Looks like that um, the owner of the Browns, and he's escaping my... My name, he's the guy that I used to know. What's Jim, his name? Jimmy Haslam. Yes, Jimmy, Jimmy Haslam. Haslam. Jimmy Haslam has stepped in. The team doctor that was uh, attached to the crew must come yeah. from a family that's money because they're trying to put it. So it sounds like a group effort. Um, MLS, I think, is all for it. And basically what they're going to do, it solves the problem. They get to keep the crew here. And then Austin is guaranteed. They get to have a, a 
a uh, a team as well. So, yeah. like the opposite of what happened when the Browns moved instead Correct. of moving the team, right? Hey, uh, NFL, and, you could have done that. That's right. And Precourt Sports Ventures was being sued because Ohio has what's called the Art Modell Law, which is uh, was made after Modell moved the Browns. So yeah, the Columbus Crew looks like they're going to stay. The deal's not done, but it was done enough that they announced it, and uh, yeah. Coach is spot on. Jimmy Haslam and the Haslam family are joining with some local investors, the Edwards family among them. And uh, I guess the deal is predicated on the crew getting a new stadium. Right. And Maestro said there's two spots that they have already. Yeah, I heard on on uh, the radio this morning that there's they already have two spots picked out. I think they're it's near Huntington Park. So I'm assuming it's kind of up the hill there. Yeah, That's I think it's sweet. Uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So uh I, I never would have guessed this was going to happen. I thought they were gone. Oh, this once is a miracle. Cincinnati I got their team. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I mean, so now, and here's what's great. We'll have a built-in rivalry with Cincinnati. We'll have a built-in rivalry with Austin. Yeah. Yeah. So we got Cleveland Brown ownership. So we got, you know, some Ohio pride. And I feel, I feel less bad about my inability to get a successful crew game outing together. <laughs> now we got another chance. We do have, like, yeah. yes, we do have like a text thread with about fourteen different dates, and it just never worked. None out of them worked. Season, so <laughs> we're so right. flexible. So, well, I'm glad to open up on that positive news. I love it when things work out, and I will say, uh, I really do think that the hashtag Save the Crew movement—they were very organized. Those fans—they were putting out stadium locations, and I mean, I think that really helped kind of show uh, probably these investors how committed the community was oh, to and, the crew. And, and they are passionate fans. I mean, they are, they definitely showed the true like soccer fan spirit, the European soccer fan that yep. pretty much lives and dies. And they showed that with uh, Save the Crew. So that was impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And there's an area in the stadium where, where the, the craziest oh, fans yes. are. And they are shouting the whole time and singing songs, Columbus Till I Die. So the Columbus Crew, one of um, Major League Soccer's original franchises and uh, was the first franchise to play in a, so- a soccer specific stadium, which, uh, you know, the U.S. men's national team plays here quite a bit. But uh, apparently, you know, it's not really located in an area of town where there's anything that you can do around it other than look at the empty Ohio no. State Fair. Or go to the State Fair. So yeah, so I, I think at downtown stadium will be neat and uh, looking forward to going to games there. Absolutely. All right, guys, uh, are you ready? Because voting just closed twenty nine minutes ago, and Mustache Madness, our efforts to crown the greatest sports mustache of all time in the one versus five finals all right. between Riley Fingers and Hulk Hogan, your winner is. Raleigh Fingers. Ah. This, this was tied up. It was tied up earlier today, and we pushed out there to get some more votes. So Raleigh Fingers, uh, the, the thing I'll say about his mustache is this. Uh, he had this mustache before hipsters were a thing, right? Oh. So, so <laughs> it's in the, he pitched in the 70s and early 80s, and he had an 1890s handlebar mustache curly cued before like it became a cool thing to do in 2012. He absolutely set the standard before the standard could be set. <laughs> was he a good pitcher? Oh yes. Was he good? Yeah. So oh, he yeah. had he had the chops. <laughs> oh yes. He had the pitching chops to go with his handlebar. For sure. Oh chops. absolutely. He was solid. 
it's it's the only reason I think we knew him, right? Because right. there must have been good pitchers with good mustaches, but if they're mediocre, they just aren't on our radar. Well, I don't even know. Is Goose Gossage a good pitcher too? Oh, absolutely. Oh, Goose, Famer. Goose was amazing. Okay, yeah. very amazing. I got I got a follow up on Goose. Not this week, but it'll be next week. Ooh, Some interesting stuff. Follow up. Uh, Hulk Hogan had a good run. Uh, he was a surprise ad. Some people thought, well, is wrestling really a sport? But we let it in. He uh, defeated Jack Tatum in the opening round. And then Dale Earnhardt, who upset Mark Spitz, surprising no one more than me, uh, took him <laughs> on. Hulk handily defeated him to move to the finals. And it was really close. Like every day was either tied or a guy was up by one or another. But Riley Fingers was our top seed overall. And he is uh, there by the mustache. Given the, the Sports Wednesday podcast title, greatest sports mustache of all time. You know what? He's got to feel like a tear is coming down his eye right now. He doesn't even know why, because yep. he's been bestowed this great honor. I like to believe that he's hanging out with Mickey Klutz and they're watching Law and Order in Mickey Klutz's basement. So, <laughs> and, and they're just talking about their mustaches. So do we have to tell uh, Hulk Hogan just in case that if um, Raleigh Fingers can't fulfill the duties as greatest sports mustache oh. that he will then have to step in? I, I suppose I, I suppose we could, but I got to be honest. Hulk is a litigious dude. I was nervous about having oh. him in the thing to begin with. So, <laughs> yeah, we 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 treaded on certain water. That's good. I, I know one of our longtime show listeners, uh, loyal listeners, uh, Chip, met Hulk Hogan in an airport, and he asked if he could take a picture with him. And Hulk Hogan said, "I can't do it, brother. <laughs> can't do it, brother." Oh man. So there you have it. All right. All right, Mustache Madness went very well, much better than AL Logo Madness, and we're really we're getting building our on it. What's next? That's right. Oh, what's five next? bucks a month? Yeah, I love it. We're uh, getting our money's worth. That's right. I think I think we, we should do something with sports movies next. Oh, yeah. yes. You guys, chew All right. on that. Okay? Coming, coming soon. Sports movies. All right. Very good. Uh, all right. That could, that brings us to uh, folks that it, we're talking hockey. 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 The National Hockey League started. Uh, it actually was playing last week when we we're like, "Hey, the NBA's starting. Let's talk about that instead of hockey." So hockey. I said, "We're talking hockey this week, and that means the maestro is leading us through." Maestro, what do we need to know about hockey? Well, hockey it uh, started, I think, on the sixth Saturday, mm-hmm. something like that. So it's been mm-hmm. a, it's mm-hmm. been over a week, week and a half. I think they've only played some teams have played six or seven games. There's a few that have only played uh, four or five. So it's it's super early. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody's making any predictions yet. I know there's been a, a few injuries. I know uh, just reading about the Penguins, who are, you know, always my favorite, but they lost a guy. I think a guy broke his leg or something. So Ooh, that's never good um, for hockey. Never good for hockey. No, hockey. you need you need those legs. You do. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, 82 games. We're six games in. We got a long way to go. That's right. Again, the hockey season is uh, 18 months long. And then the playoffs are another thirty-six months on top of that. Ah, oh, such a such a short season. It is. It's October, to April. That's right. You know, uh, 
they would shorten the season if everybody played outside. <laughs> yeah, that is that is the solution. All sports would be, would be shortened if they some, played outside. It'd some be, tough games in Phoenix, that's for yeah, sure. Or, yeah, the Florida games would be uh, be challenging. Interesting. All right, so I have on here. I did, we last April predicted uh, predicted NHL winners for this upcoming season, 2019 champions. Uh, I think it's so early that if you guys want to make a change, you can do it for now for free. It's not going to cost you a Ooh, point. A free change. It's a free change if you want to make it tonight. I had picked the Pens and Tampa with Tampa winning, and I'm I'm comfortable sticking by that. Maestro, you had picked Tampa Bay Winnipeg uh-huh. with Tampa Bay winning. And coach, you picked the Knights and the Bruins with the Knights in their second year winning the Stanley Cup. Wow. Are you crazy? Am I crazy or what? He's got hockey on the brain. Hockey. I, and it, I would be fine with the Bruins, but I don't know about Vegas. But but they surprised us Vegas? last year. I would change the Vegas if I were you. Well, you're not me, so I'm not changing it. <laughs> Damn straight. Vegas all the way. Go Knights. All right, no changes for hockey. Uh, I would like to, over the course of this hockey season, talk a little bit about. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, do you know how, like, like we understand like different styles of basketball and East Coast style, West Coast style, mm. and triple. You know, I I know nothing about different styles of playing hockey. I I know one style which is called dump and chase. Dump and which chase. Is, I was just going to yeah, say right. Yeah. Which is like what what, what little league hockey teams play, and 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 so I'm going to try and find out a little bit more about how hockey is played and see if I can speak more intelligently. This is this is my New Year's resolution being made four months early. Okay, that's cool. I I think I'll do the same. Yeah, let's, I, all, let's I, all figure out a way uh, hockey's played and hockey. hear that knowledge. Okay. I think, you know, I, I do think, you know, the Red Wings back in the day sort of changed hockey. And uh, I think a lot of teams adapted to that style where it's more speed and finesse. Yep. Over power. And, but, but I, I do know, know that the, the Devils won when they won their championships, which was in the 90s, I believe. They did yep. a lot of dump and dump and chase. They, they basically took that and it, people hated it. But they were very successful yep. at it because they had a lot of guys that were yeah. bruisers and goons, and they yeah. could do it. Yep. And they had a great yeah, goalie. Basically, in dump goalie. and chase, you you you, pl- you plunk that that puck past their first line, and then you you chase after it and knock them out of the way to get the ball. And so then it's a, yes, it's you dump and chase game. with the bruisers and the goons. Yeah. That's definitely not a finesse game. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will be the year too that I finally get my question answered: Where people in Detroit are getting these octopi? that they throw upon the ice. I think we're going to get that answered. Somebody's got to tell us. I do have a guy think, that might know. Do you think that they keep it like in a plastic bag in your coat? Just to, like, cause they only do it if there's a hat trick, right? It's got to be in a plastic bag. There's no way that's in their inside pocket. So, of coat. so literally people might be taking octopi or octopodes or octopuses. Octopody. <laughs> yeah. Those are all uh, accepted plurals. Um, to Detroit Red Wings games and then having to bring them home. And like, what if they leave it in the car overnight? Well, oh. you imagine s- like going out to your car in the morning? Ah, uh, I will say this about the Red Wings. Their fans shouldn't really need to take up. Yeah, octopus. this it's probably a good idea. Not They're to not some. good this year. They're what you would call bad. Yeah, They are bad. They so are it's going to be a, an octopus. octopus prices will be down in Detroit because the demand won't be as high. Yeah.
That's a maybe good they fish them right out of Lake Michigan, the rare Lake Michigan <laughs> octopus. Yes, the rare octopi from Lake Michigan. You know what else is rare? Yeah, guys. Yeah, tell Lines me. Of hoopsters, <laughs> the greatest basketball theme board game you've never played. There's only two sets in existence right now. They're both in use and testing. But Coach and I invented this game in uh, 2003 over brown bag lunches and we're trying to get it to market each week we provide a, a little update on our progress coach what's your update my update is uh i'm still efforting i still have all the materials to do the uh the hot transfer and i i uh, i just haven't done it been a busy man busy man but i'm busy. gonna do it yeah, busy man right but, but i just lied have... just on the other side of this hill but coach can't seem to get himself to do anything but i <laughs> i do have a proposition i do have an idea right. i think we should take all of our um, prototype games and yeah. make them full sets and then something around Christmas I think we should give them away give them away yeah and a giveaway to our yeah. listeners okay uh, yeah. coach that's, that's good. we're gonna maybe just have a little summit about that yeah. first just to, <laughs> to show you the business model behind giving things away it doesn't pay <laughs> off quite as well as you think <laughs> hey, I'm hoping we'll, ha- I'm I'm hoping we'll, have, re- we'll have real sets on the market no we will We'll take a look at that. So uh, that's Hoopsters. If you want to find out more about it, go to hoopsters.store, drop your email address, and you'll get the Hoopsters newsletter, which comes out once every never so far. But we're going to start sending content out. Once and every you'll be never. Among the, you know, you'll be among the first people to uh, know when Hoopster sets are available for purchase. I did I did try and reach out again to that uh, wood shop in Tennessee, but they're not taking my, they're not taking not taking my emails. Yeah. <laughs> They must, have, they must have heard my comment about uh, Trump on one of the shows. And said, yeah, that might be like, ah, this guy's out. That's right. So there we have it. All right, guys. Well, that was Act 1. It was nice and uh, tight 16 minutes. Let's move in Act 2. Is the, is the Irish guy at Hake's house? Yeah, I, I think he, he followed me down. <laughs> Let me go see if I can get him. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh, I need to figure out what I'm going to play here. As a very wise man once said when asked about the path of life, when you reach the fork in the road, go ahead and take it. Welcome, Doc, to you. Nice. Was that ZZ Top? Yeah. Nice work, Maestro. All right, Coach, uh, Act 2, we're turning it over to you today. You wanted to talk about football. You put, uh, it looks like, uh, 47 topics about football you want to cover, so let's get into it. <laughs> They're pretty quick. Uh, my whole thing with uh, both college and and pro football, and starting with college, is uh, we're getting to the point in the season where do we have the pretenders and the contenders, because every, every week now, there are teams that are, um, well, there's been tons of upsets. Like this past week and the week before, there have been Epic upsets. The teams that were um, pretenders are starting to show their feathers, like West Virginia. Um, Wisconsin has already way shown themselves. Penn State. All these teams are starting to fall to the wayside. So I basically want to look at the top 10 teams, maybe top 12, and then we're going to go through them. And I want you to say pretender or contender. Yep. And then I want you to tell me why you think so. Basically, when I'm saying contender, I'm saying, do you think this team has a chance to beat Alabama? That's all I'm looking for. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So let me pull and, up. Uh, first of all, ho- so- hopefully, hopefully when we get into Act 3, Maestro can play some pretenders for us. Oh, that would be fantastic. Pretenders. We were so excited about Colorado last week. Damn oh, it. man. Did they 
Dang crap it. the bed. Well, I'll tell you what. USC has a good defense. I, th- I still think that Colorado team has some value, but they got knocked out of the top 25. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they got – I mean, it, they lost and they were just gone. All right. Let's have the list, Coach. All right, so I'm going to start with Florida. They are 6-1 and one, SEC. Pretender. Pretender. Or you, you, pretender. Okay. I say uh, pretender as well. Let's go uh, – we're going to go they were undefeated last year and claimed to be national champions, UCF. <laughs> <laughs> pretender. I'm going to say they're a pretender too. Yeah. They, big... they don't play anybody. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what, against like those four, five, six teams or Oklahoma, I could see them giving them a game, but Alabama, I don't see. No it. chance. That's right. All right. So let's jump up to some bigger names. Let's go uh, Big 12. Let's go Oklahoma. Pretender. Uh, you heard me last week dissing on them. I think you that totally they, on them. they're going to be exposed. Was, was last week's their first loss when they lost? They lost to Texas two weeks Texas. ago. Two weeks. Okay. They play two TCU this week. That's right. Um, I'm going to say they're they're the real thing. Contender. Yeah. All right. I say pretender. I'll tell you, their defense is bad. Really, they fired Stoops. They fired. They have a brand new defensive coordinator. Now to that to that level, their offense yeah. is really really good. I know, but Alabama's offense is really good against a bad oh, I defense. Know. I know. I will tell you, when I was watching that Texas game, there was a, they had a stat that shocked me, and it was like in their first four games, Oklahoma made a stop on third and short, which is three three yards or less, only twice. And that was against the cupcake teams. Oh. There's a lot of athletes on that team, though. They're only going to get better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> So I guess instead of uh, hearing the pretenders in the next deck, we're going to hear Maestro play songs. Oklahoma, from you better be Oklahoma. Yes, Rogers and Bernstein's Oklahoma. <laughs> okay. Surrey with the fringe on top. Chicks and ducks and geese better scurry when I take you out in the Surrey. When I take you out in the Surrey with the fringe on top. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. You know what's funny though? I, I say they're a contender, but I actually hope TCU beats them this weekend. What is that? That that is such the maestro thing to do. It is totally <laughs> to cover your bases. All right, let's go. Let's go uh, to the SEC. Georgia contender yeah contender. contender um how about Texas pretender pretender yeah, yeah. there's no doubt that's got Chrissy hind all over the place uh, how about Michigan pretender pretender they're a contender oh he said contender you you buy the the Harbaugh hype I'll tell you what well, we'll see what happens with Michigan State this right. week. That's a big that'll be a big test. But man, what they did to Wisconsin, that was that they was decimated a, them. That was a decimation yeah. that I did not expect. I also think Wisconsin. Ooh, notice I did not bring them into this conversation. Hey, Wisconsin Ooh. I had picked. I was looking through Wisconsin. My Wisconsin. I picked them to be the big ten winner did. this year. So I might have had them in the I think I have them in the playoffs. <gasps> oh snap. All right, so let's get to the big dogs. LSU. Cocho. Contender, I like them. I, I do too. I don't know if they're a contender, but I like them. So I watched their. Contender. I watched the whole game against Georgia this week, and uh, Joe Burrows is not going to light it up. But God, he does enough with his feet and with his arm, and their defense is the real deal too. Well, here's the thing um, about LSU, and you know we hear about this a lot. This word grit, and they they seem have, to it. have it. They're just like. But grinders. that's their coach too. Their coach yeah. is a grinder. Coach Ogeron is a grinder. Um, okay, my favorite team and and yours, Notre Dame. Oof. I'm going to start at Pretender. Pretenders. Pretender for sure. They yeah. they showed their true colors against Pitt. 
and Clemson. Uh, contender. Contender. They're a contender. I think I have them to in the in the final this year. So, so let's go with uh, Ohio State. Hmm. I gotta say contender. Yeah. Yeah, they're a contender. They're I, they're a contender. I, I think they have the, they have the best bet to beat Alabama. They just got to figure out their defense. They do. The yep. defense is is struggling. I know Nick uh, Bosa decided he's not coming back. He's not. Um, but yeah, I. I think this year is going to be a great Michigan Ohio State game. Oh yeah, yeah I think they are both sure. going to they're they're going to wipe each other out. Yeah, so I mean, listen to how we have to struggle with that. That shows just that's a testament to how so good Alabama is, or at least the appearance of how good Alabama is right yeah. now. Alabama, they might lose to LSU next week. Yeah, that's going to be a great game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there you go. That's uh, the the pretenders and contenders. I like it. Uh, so there's there's a team uh, you didn't mention that I'm I'm a little surprised. Oh, by. OU, OU, <laughs> Ohio University contenders. Uh, Are we talking about just the MAC? We're talking the whole enchilada there. They're a pretender. Oh, I think now in the MAC they're a contender. They're they're in there. <laughs> they're in there somewhere. Somewhere. All right, so we can uh, flip. Yeah, go ahead. So do we have just no respect for the Pac-10? I mean, not mm. in Oregon slipping in there. Zero. Or, no. or zero. zero. I think any it, the only way to get out of the Pac-12 is uh, you got to be undefeated. And you got to yeah. – and even then, an undefeated Pac-12 team, it, I think even in the – would have a tough time. Let's say that there's a one-loss SEC team and the only loss they have may be to Alabama. Well, it's not going to happen, but they well, – it could be. Or even if they have a one-loss uh, SEC team to a, an undefeated Pac-12 team, I, if I'm the committee, I'm like, oh man, I might take the SEC team. Yeah, I mean, if if, yeah. if Oregon right now is the best team mm. and they're not that good, that's no. The eyeball test says no. Yeah. All right, moving us on to the NFL, coach. Yeah. So uh, the NFL, I'm going to start first with um, half the league is three and three. Yes, I was going to talk about parity and like people. Uh, just to clarify, Coach, you mean parody, not parody, which you have on the show sheet. I thought that meant like teams that are making fun of themselves. <laughs> that, that is a spell check that I did not. <laughs> I typed it fast. But um, parody, the NFL, like I want to know where, where you sit on the side of the, the fence of this. Like, do you love it when there are – because right now we have one undefeated team, which can you tell me what the undefeated team is? The Rams. The Rams. Rams. We have a handful of teams at five and one, and we have a buttload of teams at three and three, two and three, three and four. I mean, there are um, there are a lot of teams that are are average right now. So where where do you sit with this? Do you do you think it's good for the league? Do you think it's bad for the league? Um, I think it's good. You okay? Tell me why. Because um, it's like a box of chocolates, right? You just every from week to week, you don't know what what you're going to get. It's it probably sucks for the folks that are betting on this stuff, but um, you sit down and watch a game and you're like, this could go either way. It but, makes for it. But, but let me ask you this question. Do you think that there's parody because the teams are so skilled that one really good team could beat another good team or are the eyeball test? Do you feel like there is a lot of mediocre football teams? Hmm. That's a great question. Uh, like, cause I'll I'm not you- sure. So here's the thing. It, in some years, there's usually one or two teams head, head and shoulders above the rest. We don't seem to have it this year. New England's come down to earth a little bit. Um, I like it, too, when you're heading into you know week 
14, 15, and 16 in those games mean something. Yes, right? and uh, it's absolutely. Constantly shifting. Um, I think there's about 10 teams that are, are kind of arrived that are really good. And there's, are there 32 NFL teams? Yes. So there's 20, 22 that are, are piddling. And I, I'd love, I'd love that number to get just, you know, it's hard to tell with yeah. these teams anymore, you know, like I are know. the Bengals for real or not? I can't tell, honestly. I mean, and that's what, that's the, the point. Like, so some of the games that I've watched, like the saints, the way the saints have played, I'm not yeah. sure what team is going to show up because I felt like after, you know, they can put up the points, they've played really good. And then the next week it's like, they don't show up. Yeah. Like it's, it's, that's it's, right. it's hard to tell, like. They're not consistent. Right. So I, I do think these pro teams now are so, I mean, I think they are very skilled. I, I know that sometimes we tend to think that they suck, but there's so much skill and speed at those, at those levels that I feel like sometimes an offense and a defense or vice versa, they don't, they don't line up right. Right. Like certain teams yeah. just can always play. And it's, I don't know if it's philosophy or style, but sometimes certain teams just never play well against other certain teams. And I don't think it's no, I agree with location or stadium or anything like that. I just think it's just the way the teams line up the, the style of play. And think about this. So like a four and two team right now is Miami and, I, and I've watched Miami and yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't think they're a very good football team. But then I watched last night, I watched Green Bay and, and they're three, two and one. And they played the 49ers without Jimmy Garoppolo and Garoppolo, we trust. Mm-hmm. And uh, Garoppolo, we trust. And, um, and they almost lost. They were yeah. terrible up until the last until the last minute. But that's Aaron Rodgers. So everybody's like, well, it's, it's Green yeah. Bay. It's Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if it's good or bad. Now, there's a lot of like mm-hmm. even the teams with bad records. There's a lot of of writing out there like. Oh, the Browns are three missed field goals away from being four. No, you know, <laughs> and I just saw right. somebody's like, oh, the Texans are two fumbles away. Right. Well, that's part of the game. Right. right. Absolutely. And, it is. Well, and Green, you have Green to Bay have lost. good special teams, right? Green Bay just, lost to Detroit last week. And because that Mason Crosby missed like what? Five field, five field. And then he won. He got the winner last night. So, I mean, like you know, the, the field goal kickers are definitely uh, they are a premium teams this year. And, it, and, yeah. and, and and I will say this too, in, in NFL, things like this, it's not new. Every year, I, I don't know the percentages, and we I, we might have mentioned this last year because I think in one of our podcasts we talk about, pick the. I think in our preview we said pick the teams that are going to make the playoffs this year but didn't make it last year and then pick the teams that made the playoffs that won't. Every year there are like three teams that made the playoffs that don't, and then there are always three new teams. So it's not new, but like this year, I think it just feels very emphasized that there's a lot of mediocrity. That's right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, let me tell you this. The Oakland Raiders are the best one in five team in the NFL. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. I mean, that, they have a lot of talent on that team. And I yeah. think once, once, uh, what do you call Gruden? What do you, what's he calling? Chucky. Chucky. Once Chucky figures it out, I think they're going to win. Is he going to have time? They, they, I just, I don't know. I heard some fans. Chucky and we trust. He's no Garoppolo. That's right. All right, so let's move on because the next thing I want to talk about kind of feeds off last week, but it's yeah. it's the it's the QB hype machine, and I cast- hype machine, hype, hype machine, hype, hype. hype machine. And uh, I don't know if you guys watched it all last night. Uh, Mahomes went toe to toe with Brady. Um, yeah, forty forty three game. It was everything that it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's starting to live it up. But like, let's talk about Mahomes, Mayfield, and Rosen. I would have put Allen in there, but I think Allen's 
Come on, you got to put Alan and Darnold in there. Oh, Darnold. I'm sorry. Darnold. I meant to say Darnold. So Darnold and Arlen, or uh, Darnold and Alan. So let's talk about just those. Yep. So let me let me tell you when I saw this on the on the uh, show sheet and everything was spelled correctly and a good job, Coach. Thank you. Uh, to me, the word longevity comes down to offensive line, and so I looked it up and I I was like, where are the? I don't know how offensive lines are rated, but right. there are ratings, right? And mm-hmm. I looked at the preseason ratings, and Cleveland had the highest of this group: Cleveland fourteen, Kansas City eighteen. Uh, Arizona was 27, the Jets were 31. But then I looked at now, like this was a week four rating. Kansas City has the sixth highest offensive line, right? And I think that's hugely key to Mahomes' success. Oh, yes. Right. And his system, correct. Right. So when I look at longevity, I look at, I, I these guys are so good that if you give them time, when I say so good, I mean they're accurate throwers and the ball comes out quick. But if you give them time, then they can have a decent career. And like that's been the problem with Browns being the graveyard of quarterbacks. We've never had a line that gave them a lot of time. Yeah. I mean, are we losing? No, I'm here. You okay, good. Oh, you never had a line. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, like because that's the thing. Like when you look at these guys, so like Mahomes right now is is he is a bright, bright burning comet. Like he is everybody's favorite, you know, quarterback right now. Mm-hmm. But let's say that Andy Reid is no longer there. Because Andy Reid's, I mean, he, if he's there, he's not. But let's say he leaves. He's 112 years old, so. Yes, yeah, so, yes. <laughs> but if he leaves that system, would you, if you he's put got him the home, diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. If you put him in a different system, is he still going to be mm. as dynamic? I don't know. Like, here's the thing about this this kid is that he's grown up. I mean, he's his dad's a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. And a, a lot of these guys have professional athletes in their blood but he's grown up in stadiums yeah like he's unfazed by you know all the hype so i think that he uses that to his advantage i mean if you watch that game last night he was like calm as a cucumber yeah he was there was no he was just like whatever yeah and he you know he had a year last year to kind of sit on the bench and observe i think he came in for the last last game of the year yeah that's it but but like when I look at him, I see. I think you're right. A great quarterback with a good offensive line and a system that favors what Absolutely. what he does. You know. So let's let's do this. Let's say in who do you think has the best system that matches the quarterback skills right now of this list? Oh, of this list, I would say. I mean, Mahomes is one. Yeah, and then I would say after that, I think Sam Darnold's in a good list. I was going to say Darnold. Yeah. Darnold's in a great situation. I yeah. think I think that they play a very pro style offense that he like he played at USC. I think he's mm-hmm. feeling very comfortable because I think he was prepped well at USC because um, they they were all talking about how he was the most pro ready, and I think he's showing it. So yeah, um, but it, I don't know. So in ten years, who's who's a quarterback that's still going to be that we're still talking about? Who's, which one of these quarterbacks is going to still be a starter? I'm going to say Mayfield. Okay. And I, I would have never said that, but here's the thing about that, dude. I don't know. He's just got that extra element. And I think if, if, the, if, the, if the Browns can figure it out, I don't know. I, watching him run down the field after that touchdown, like nobody does that. He's just like a weird sort he of is. wackadoo. He is. I, I just hope that he's able to uh, – to find some success because I think he's got the the longevity built into him. Yeah. His DNA. I, I've never liked Sam Darnold, even when he was at USC. You don't like him. He 
he's just not a winner to me. He's never, I've never gotten that vibe. That's from. funny because I, 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 you hear that, Sam Darnold? Maestro says you're a loser. A, you're a loser. I love Sam. He Darnold. never won the big game at USC. Oh, yeah, but I gotcha. Mayfield did. It's true. I, I, I think yeah, it's going to be Sam Darnold. We just, it's so hard to say Mayfield because of how many talented yeah, no, quarterbacks the Cleveland Browns have figured out how yes. to screw up, you know? It is a toxic... You know, it'll end up being Josh Allen, right? Of course it right. will. Like, he'll get hurt, and then he'll leave Buffalo, and mm-hmm. he'll go somewhere, and he'll become the superstar. But I'll tell you what, I mean, a lot of times when you see a lot of rookie quarterbacks thrown in there, they don't have the kind of success that this group is having right away. No, they are enjoying success. They. This is a nice group. Like, I don't think one of them stands out way ahead of any of the others. I mean, Mahomes yeah. is really not that group, but, I mean, he's a young guy. Yeah. Um, but absolutely. Yeah, I think this group will be – I mean, I don't think they're going to be like the, the 82 Elway class, but I think they'll be known as a group with a lot of success. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what else? You know, when I think of success, you know what I think of? What's that? Hoopsters. Hoopsters. Well, t- that's funny that you mentioned that because, you know what? Just remember that Christmas is right around the corner. And that can only mean one thing. That it's time to sign up for the Hoopsters newsletter. <laughs> Just go to at hoopsters, uh, hoopsters.store or go to sportswednesday.com and click on newsletter and join the revolution. Join Mom, it. Dad, all I want for Christmas <laughs> is to be subscribed to the Hoopsters newsletter. Please. <laughs> I don't want a basketball for Christmas. I don't want my two front teeth. I want to be subscribed to the Hoopsters newsletter. All right, everybody. It's time for Act 3. I know we're going to hear some pretenders. Let's hear it, Meister. Oh, God, here we go. I don't have any pretenders, but I do have some Billy Squire. Ooh. Sweet potato pie. Hey, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to take the podcast off uh, the beaten track here. But um, do you do you like the Pretenders, Maestro? I, I, don't I do. Know how you feel I do. I just don't know any songs. I got you. I'll bring. I'll, I'm a big fan. I'm a big. Fan. I got. I got a couple uh, records I spin. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Okay, so we're we're gonna be doing our scoreboard update, making our picks, seeing all the housekeeping in Act Three. I, I don't know if you guys know, I made some tough decisions on the show sheet tonight. I'm trying to get us under an hour. Oh, I love it. All right. So let's uh, let's look. Last week was not a good week for locks of the week for us, was it? Mm-mm. I'll tell you, this Mm-mm. has been two weeks in a row that we have not, none of, none of us College have had a point. Been, uh, yeah. Ouch. All right. So, 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 so I look at it. Uh, My, Maestro had, had picked Carry Wisconsin. Over. They had picked Wisconsin uh, over Michigan. They lost 38 to 13. Uh, Coach, you went with West off. Virginia, who bit, had, who bit, had seen. Bit. West Virginia had taken care of you earlier this year, but they lost to Iowa oh, State. Oh, the Mountaineers. 30-14, to 14, and I can't believe the Rhode Island Rams let me down, losing to the Maine Black Bears, 38-36. <laughs> to 36. That's what you get for being uh, kooky. That was a shock. No points. No points in NCAA for any of us. No points uh, for you. Be- so before we make our, our lock of the week for NCAA, I want to ask you, Actually, let's do your lock first, and then I'll ask you what what game do you want to watch of the games that are coming up because those are often not the same thing. So let's start with your lock. So a lock, locks, locks of the week. Lock. 
thoughts? All right, so I'm going to go ahead and start. Go for it. Uh, I am going to go ahead and take the Sooners Ooh. minus seven and a half over the Horned Frogs. I don't believe in the Horned Frogs. They've been lost last three out of four, and Oklahoma's going to put up a big, I mean, a big fat number. Because they're pissed about last they're week. They're pissed about last week. So they're, Texas, yes, so they're going to put up a big number. Hmm. All right. How about you, Maestro? I'm going to go a little off the beaten path this Ooh, week. Oh, the beaten path. I'm tired of the, you know, the top 15 teams. Ooh. I'm still sticking with the top 25, but I'm going to go. I'm going to stay mm. in the state. Mm? I'm going to go Cincy versus Temple. Ooh. Cincinnati's still undefeated, by the way. And they're getting points, That's aren't right. they? Yeah, yeah. They are getting they are points. Yeah, Temple is favored three and a half, which I think yeah. is really strange. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's because the Cincinnati's road get road yeah. record is not good. They've and Cincinnati hasn't had a lot of success at Temple, so uh, but I'm going to take Cincy. They are six and zero, uh, and they're in that same conference with UCF six and zero. They've got a really uh, good court. But I will, let me tell you this about Cincinnati. First of all, OU should totally have man they manhandled them for three quarters and then gave that game away as is one to what we've been doing this year. Uh, but they have not really played anybody. Oh, no. Like, Tulane, they played Connecticut, they played Alabama A&M. I mean, I think this Temple game will will let us know if they're for real or not. It's a litmus test. Three and a half. Okay. Well, I, uh, I'm going to go back to the Colorado Buffaloes. I know they lost to USC, but the line against Washington, that makes them Colorado plus 17, and I think they're going to cover wow, that. Oh, that's a good line. Taking yeah. the money. Taking look the money you, line. Look at you, BMOC, doing a little research. I like That's it. That's right. All right. And uh, and then I'm going to ask you each, what game do you want to watch? I, I had Oklahoma and TCU. I think, uh, uh, unlike Coach, that TCU might be primed to give them a game. I do, too. Oh. I do, too. So Wrong. that was my game to watch. So you know, game to I think okay. a, TC, a TCU win there would really help Ohio State. It would. Yeah. Actually, TCU does need to win. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, right. I, I have... Two it's games because you hate Christians, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, just uh, I won't even finish that. So my uh, my two games, I have two of them. I think the Michigan Michigan State game is going to be a beaut. Oh yeah, and yeah. I think I, I got to tell you the one that I really want you to watch for is Clemson at home versus NC State. And mm-hmm. the reason why mm-hmm. Clemson really any any decent team they played A and M they won by two. They barely beat Syracuse, and I don't know where Syracuse is. And NC State's undefeated at 16. Um, I, I think that's going to be a good game. I, I agree. Yeah. And there's a there's a bit of a territorial rivalry. There's a there. big time. And I've been to one of those games. I've, I've seen that game in uh, at NC you've State been, against Clemson. You've been to an NC State-Clemson I, game? Yeah, I've been to an NC State-Clemson game. Wow. When did, you, when did you do that? Oh, God, that was in 97. Wow. 1997, same year. And I it was, uh, it was quite a game. Did, did you get a hat while you were there? Yeah, I got a hat. Yeah, good. Yeah, I did. It was a good hat. I got actually. Yeah, I did. I got an NC State hat. It was a great hat. Do you still have it? Probably hidden away in my uh, box Pat of Paul stuff did. in my parents' house. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. All right, Meister, what's your what's your game to watch? I'm staying in the Big Ten. I I think that Michigan Michigan State game. I agree with with Coach. That's going to be a big one and a fun one to watch. Yeah, or, Michigan or does not do well against Michigan State. I got to tell you, they have not done well against Michigan well, and State and Ohio State. It was a close State. game last year. Yes, I think Michigan won, but the two years oh. prior, oh, the the crazy one where yeah. they they lost on the but, but block. Point. I don't think I don't think anybody would be picking this game if Michigan State hadn't suddenly shown up and punched Penn State in the face. No, they wouldn't. No, I think you know you, you're absolutely. Well, I right. think last week, yeah, last week for sure has really put this 
game up on a pedestal because I don't think anybody thought Michigan was going to well, blow put, away Wisconsin it, either. No, and it pushed Michigan State all the way up to 22. So now it's a ranked game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah. it's an interesting game. Where's college game day this week? Does anybody know? I don't know. It's a great question. They Probably were, the o- OU Bowling Green game. I would Probably, assume. Yeah, I would think. Yeah. You know what else I think is going to be a good game is Maryland-Iowa. Hmm. I, I looked at that one as well. Maryland's can't, a weird I can't, team. They, yeah, I can't yeah, figure they them can out. They put up points, too. They're weird. They are God, weird. they are in disarray, too. <laughs> oh, my God. That whole backstory with their coach. Yeah. I mean, wow. Parents are upset, but they, they're not doing badly. What, what's the backstory with their coach? Uh, I think the coach has been accused of mistreating players. And, like, like calling them names or being uh, physically well, abusive? Physically. Or? And uh, yeah, then someone died in a uh, preseason practice. And they're saying, I mean, this it's not pretty. But then they're also, they're, I just read an article that the parents are worried that this guy's going to be back. And I'm going to tell you why he's going to be back because I think he's winning. And I know that sounds awful, but unless uh, yeah. I think he is going to be back. I mean, if he was losing, I think the, the, the college would say, like, you know what, you're losing and you're bringing bad press. If they find the smoking gun, whatever he did, yes. But hmm. I don't know. There, there's some disarray there. But interesting. Yeah, but it's, unsurprisingly, their helmet designs are also in disarray. Oh, Whoa. my gosh. That's oh. crazy. Hey, BMOC, what, what game are you going to be watching? <coughs> Other than OU, BG. I had picked the Oklahoma TCU. That was my oh, game. Exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Uh, very good. So before we move out of college uh, football, we're going to do the D3 college mascot challenge, guys. And when I was making those tough choices, I was trying to decide, are we going to do this? Or are we going to do hats? And I decided, let's do this. I like this. I like it. I love this one. All right. So uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. All right. All right. This is a college uh, up north. It's in Holland, Michigan. Ooh, Holland. The college, Holland. The college is called Hope. Hope College. Hope College. And Pete probably already knows it. Damn you, Pete. He does know it. I can tell by his breathing. Are, are they the Dutchmen? Close. Are they the... Dutchmen aren't just Dutchmen. Are they the dirty Dutchmen? <laughs> <laughs> the flying Dutchmen? The flying Dutchmen, yes. Very, very good. Right. Very good. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Damn. Yeah. My wife lived in Holland for a year when she got out of college. Oh. Where uh, it's where uh, Lifesavers uh, used to be headquartered. Oh, I yeah. like that. I did not. But then know they that. moved to Montreal because they could buy their sugar from Cuba. Man, that was we learned a lot. We did. That's we a learned a lot. I did not know that. Why are why it's stuff? educational? It is. We're learning and having fun, just like when we play hoopsters. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, hoopsters. All right. All right. Um, Go ahead, Coach. Mine is Hamlin. Or Hamline, I think, University. It is in... Is it Minnesota? Oh, my God. Yes. Are they the Pipers? Why do you know so much about D3? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Explain I, that. Why do you... I, I'm, not, I'm not sure how I know that other than, like, Minnesota has a lot of weird schools like St. Olaf, and they have it's really Hamline. great... Yeah. Hamline is in, like, Minneapolis, I yes, think. Yes, it's right in there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, but, back... Their logo Do you remember, weird. like back when we did the VFL, we had the yes. the, the guy from Minnesota, Knopf. Mm-hmm. He yes. he got he got me a Hamlin pencil and sent it to me. Oh, did he really? I have that in my pencil collection. Oh, that's nice. You have a. Pencil but how collection. did you know the Pipers? It is, does it say Pipers on the pencil? I I think it does. <laughs> say that seven times. I know. Say Pipers on the pencil. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, well, I, I'm going to go, oh, I'm going to move a state over to Wisconsin. Okay. UW-Eau Claire. University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire. Mm, I'm going to say they're the Piedmonts. Mm. I'm That's a say... type of airplane, right? Yes. So we got a Piper and a Piedmont? Yes. I'm going to say they're the Cessnas. <laughs> or the grizzly bears. Yeah, I, uh, I think this is interesting because I think I don't know the backstory here, but it, it reeks of unhappy compromise to me. They are <laughs> the University of Wisconsin Eau Claire Blue Golds. The what? The Blue, the gold? blue Golds. So, yeah. so what does the mascot look like? Is it just oh, two colors? <laughs> Could is, be. Is the mascot look gold to some and blue to others? <laughs> is it that dress? That's what it is. So when, when... okay, here we go. I'm looking this up. They are. Uh, oh uh, yeah, they're they're navy blue and old gold. Okay, but what is it? <laughs> it doesn't say. They have no official university mascot. <laughs> what? The but in 2011, the student body voted in favor of a mythical bird as a mascot. Probably a student led. So the bird represents the students of UW-Eau Claire. That's wow. pathetic. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? UW-Eau Claire, make a decision. Here you go. But previous athletic team names include the Normals and the Normalites. Because they were originally Eau Claire State Normal School. Uh, normal School is a teacher's yes. college back in the yes. old days. So they used to be the Eau Claire State Normals. There's no N. It's N-R-M-L, right? You know what I... What and, I what I wanted to say is the eclair. So they were the Eau Claire oh, eclair. Yes, eclair. Yeah. Mm, they missed eclairs. an opportunity. They did. I'll tell you what. I, I that's a topic for another show. But it like is. we should like college mascots that are missing their big opportunity. Oh, like I don't know. I don't know how Otterbine is not the otters. It makes no sense to me. Zero sense. I'll tell you what. It, this whole D three thing actually fascinates me. So when we, when I'm doing research for the show and I pull up, there's like a Wikipedia page. It's got all the D three. All of them. Yes. It's fascinating. I just go zing. Yeah, and but pick it's, them. I know. There's so many of them, and the, you know, you'd start to dig into them a little bit, and it's, it's pretty cool. All right. Cool. Lost All right, so uh, we're moving along to the NFL. Our picks uh, last week, uh, Maestro, or Coach and I did all right, but Maestro, you picked the Rams minus seven over Warm. Denver. They did win. They just didn't cover. I know. You warned, you warned me, BMOC. You said, that right. negative seven is, uh, is mm-hmm. a lot. It's a lot. NFL. They are. I, I still think they're the best team in the NFL right now, though. Best coach, too. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and that, all right. That one uh, guy. He'll be dead by by the time he's coach. Born. You picked Pittsburgh plus three over Cincinnati. Yes. You just Your had boys. to know the Bengals were going to not win this game. I just. Yes. When was the last time Cincinnati beat the Steelers? It's been a long time. It has been a long. It's been a very long time. That it is Marvin Lewis's own Lewis personal El Guapo. Yeah, I think Cincinnati struggles with El Guapo. They struggle with New Orleans too, and I think that's who they play this week. Yeah, and then uh, I had picked uh, the the Seahawks minus one over Oakland. Uh, Yes, that's right, and they they eked out a win twenty seven to three. So, so coach and I both pick up some ground on Maestro. That's good to know. Damn it. Let's, let's get to our locks of the week this week. What do you got? Let's let Maestro go since he didn't get in. You this go. Week. All right. So I'm going to save the Patriots one for, for Coach. I know he loves his, mm. his Brady's. I'm going to go. I think the Cowboys, they, they had a big victory last week. And I know we, we predicted that if they lost that game, that their yeah, coach be would be. And they won be, big. They won big. And, and I, I'm i surprised. It was Jacksonville, wasn't it? Yeah. And mm-hmm. they, 
good defense. Yeah. So I was surprised by that. I think they're going to be coming off that game with a high. And so they're, they're favored. Like I think it's minus one and a half over the Redskins. I think they're going to beat up on the Redskins. Ooh, rivalry game. Yeah. Where is that? You know, I don't know. You don't know. It's okay. okay. All right. Minus one. Um, you want to pick yours? Sure. Uh, and, and, the Jaguars are interesting because I think like after week two, we're all like they're for real, and and then they've kind of they've come back to the bed recently. Yes, yeah. They have, yeah. Uh, so I I'm actually picking uh, the Houston Texans plus four over the Jaguars. I think the Texans are on the way up, and I think Jacksonville's still struggling a little bit. Mm, that that's a very good pick. Hmm. So I like, I like the four that. points there. If it was three, I probably wouldn't do it, but I'll take four. The four is the little that like makes you yeah. do it. That's all right. right, I am I am taking <laughs> the. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers minus six and a half over the Titans. The Titans looked really bad last week. Um, they got destroyed. And I think the Chargers looked really good against the Browns. I think their offense is clicking. Mm-hmm. And I think six and a half win by a touchdown. I think that's going to be easy for them against the Titans. I think Chargers, I mean, I think. But they're a Super Bowl pick. They're a sexy Super yeah, Bowl pick. I mean, pick. They're, they're the second or third best team in the in the AFC. Yeah. Behind the Bradys and the, and the, the, the Chiefs. Yeah the chiefs yes yeah they were probably right there uh i think the steelers are, are saying but i couldn't tell uh well, i watched the, the browns game Le'Veon's back this, this week. week yeah yeah i but thought the browns defense was decent and and for some reason we played zone against these guys and philip rivers just tore it apart oh, a veteran quarterback and, like that yes and, and not he tore it much. apart with 10 yard outs i mean tore it apart with 18 yard downfield throws oh he was he was picking them apart, yes. So, yeah. And so I, the Browns came back to earth a little bit there as well. Uh, do you guys uh, have any any feeling on how the Browns or the Steelers are going to do this week? Uh, they're both not going to lose. They're both on okay. Because they're on a bye week, I think. I think the Browns. No, the Browns are. are the Browns the are. Steelers are on a bye. Yeah, the Browns are playing. Um, they play Tampa Bay. They play. Yes, that's oh, right. Tampa Bay. I think Tampa, yes, Tampa favored three and a half. Three. I think they can beat Tampa Bay. I feel good about that one. I think they need to get away. I think they've. I think they need to get away, play a game somewhere else. I want to see how they respond to, to really losing badly, right? And this is the it, it, speaking of the Browns. Then this is the coaching staff making adjustments and and fixing things for them so they can be more productive. That's the problem with this coaching staff in the past. It seemed like the same team was coming out doing the same thing every, every yeah. week. So Steelers, yeah. Steelers beat Tampa Bay. So I would think, you know, if the Browns are, Oh, they beat them badly. Didn't yeah. they? So I, I, maybe the AFC teams are kind of faring what better against Tampa Bay. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. 411 tickets available still for that game. <laughs> yes. All right. Those are our locks of the week. What's your game to watch? Um, I, I, I picked the Panthers Eagles. Uh, I think that's intriguing. Really? Uh, Panthers, What's intriguing about it? Well, cause the Eagles are three and three, the Panthers are three and two. Um, both teams are, I think are contenders in the NFC. I think the Eagles need to get a footing. I think they need to get over 500 to get their momentum. Um, both teams have, have offenses that could put up 30 points and both of them could put up seven. I just think this is an interesting game. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to, I picked the Bengals at Kansas city. That was my uh, other I, choice. Yeah. Right. Cause I, are these teams for real? I, I think Kansas city's for real. I think even though they lost to Brady, I think they really gave them a run. Yeah. The Bengals. I'm not sure. Right. And so uh, if Kansas city beats them badly, I, I feel like I, 
it's weird because there actually are some quality teams in the AFC North, which hasn't been the case for a long time. No. So how about you, Meister? What game are you going to watch? I'm, I'm curious. I, I, and I've, I've had a chance to watch the Patriots a few times. They're always prime time, but I am curious, like when the Patriots play like these weird uh, NFC teams. So they're playing the bears this week. That's the not bears. a, that's, that's not bears. a matchup you see very often. So I'm curious about how, those those two teams will sort of line up against. Oh, team. and then he's got a, a Brady's got to run away from Mac too. So yeah, Khalil Mac. So yeah, there you go. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears pulled off a surprise thing. I think they could. They're they're one of Do those you know what quiet does teams know the line four and two. I'll look it up while we talk. All right. Oh, the line is so, two and a half. Oh, it's two and a half. He knows for the Thank Patriots. You. Oh, okay. So minus two and like, a half. I take the Bears plus seven in that. If you guys want to give me that. Let me ask you this, Coach. Uh, since you have, you're you, you're the one with the gambling problem. Like yes. when I look up the line, it's this website, and it's like, and it says bet now. Is that legal? Like, could I Absolutely. make a bet? Yeah. Oh yeah. We ought, to, we ought to throw in like, uh, you know, twenty dollars each, and then like pick one game that we all agree on that we're putting the actual. Okay. On. I think that's a great idea. I threw. You 10, know, I think it's a great idea. I threw ten bucks in the Mega Million, so if I'm willing to do that. We can bet I on get struck games. by lightning ten times before I win that pot. We, we <laughs> might be able to. We might be able to win enough money to cover the cost of bracket ninja. <laughs> I think that's how we. That's how we uh, support it. Yes, we bet. That's right. Love that idea. We're gambling. All right. Well, we'll look into that for next week. Uh, so our scoreboard update, by the way, and Meister, apologize. I had made that mistake earlier. I have adjusted it. Meister still in the lead, eighty-four of one thirty-eight. Uh, next is BMOC creeping up at 80 of 138. And then Coach Pickett picking up one. He is now at 78 of one. I'm coming close, baby. I'm coming on. Six. I haven't been in the same decade with Maestro in a long time, so I'm feeling good about that. Slipping. I'm getting close. I was 10 behind not long ago. Yeah. Maestro, I hate to throw you a curveball, but could you give us a hockey trivia musical intro? Oh, yes. Trivia. It's hockey night. Hockey. Who loves hockey? I do. I love hockey. Trivia. Hockey. Trivia. Hockey trivia. No, we're not. All right. Hockey trivia. Who wants to go first? Hockey. I'll go first. All right. So this should, for any real hockey fan, which we aren't. No. This is probably the easiest trivia question, but I didn't know it. I'm curious to see if you guys know. All right. What team, what NHL team has the most Stanley Cups? Oh, it's the Montreal Canadiens. Very good. (laughs) Very good. Do you, do you know how many they have? Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna. You were looking at my show sheet. No, I wasn't. I do know this. Son of a... I think they have. Um, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna say twelve. They have twenty-three Stanley. Oh Cubs. my gosh! Oh. That's so many more than I thought. <laughs> I when I saw that number, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I do know that the uh, Montreal is real. Uh, had a yeah. huge run because I couldn't tell you the last time they've had a Stanley. Oh, Cup. it's been a long time. Yeah, the second second team was is the Maple Leafs. Yeah, where's with, Edmonton? With Thirteen. There? I don't know. I think I still actually have it up. Edmonton's five. Okay, so they're five. five. So the first Amer- the first uh, United uh, American team is uh, the Red Wings with eleven. God, they had a good run. 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 Good, good yeah, one. Blocky. Well, that's good. That's interesting. 
Good hockey trivia. Hockey. All right. All right. What do you got, Coach? Mine is uh, is a Gordie Howe trivia question. Oh. And Gordie Howe. Oh, oh, it's Gordie Howe. That's the answer. You got it. <laughs> Who is uh, nicknamed? Uh, this is not the trivia. His nickname is Mr. Hockey. Um, he was the oldest man to ever play in a hockey game, and he played it for the, the Whalers in 1979. Um, how old was he? 54. 52. Spot on. 52. Whoa! Nice. Wow, years and 11 days. That is amazing. The oldest guy by... I thought this was funny because he was the oldest guy by only four years. So some 48-year-old guy. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. He was 52 years old. Played that game. Played for the Whalers. I wonder how old Yammer's. He's... Yammer Yargers. He's pretty... Uh, I, but did he... Is he still getting picked up? I don't know. He's he got to be 46. Yeah. I think he's I think he's our age. Yeah, he's old. Yaga. Yaga. All right, hockey. All right, I have a interesting hockey trivia here. I bet you do. Uh, so you know, the NHL started 1917, and I want you to guess what was the first year that a goalie scored a goal. Okay, and I'm going to give you choices here. Okay. First year a goalie scored a goal. All right. Was it 1923, 1935, 1941, or 1979. Boy, that's. I, I want to say it's the outlier. I want to say it's 79. It's because somebody finally decided to pull the goalie. Or no, to score a goal. Yeah, I feel like 79 is the first time they ever pulled the goalie and the goalie got the, the puck and cleared it and put it in the back of the net. I'm going to say that that's now, 79. Now, BMOC, was it the actual goalie position that scored the goal or was it a goalie that was pulled out and maybe played a different position like i think the goalie 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 no, the goalie goalie the goalie goalie i'm gonna say i'm gonna say 1941 all right uh, it was 1979 believe Woo! it or not. Oh. It was almost uh, 60 years before this happened and so this was super interesting so apparently in in hockey uh, the goalie can't keep the goalie can't cross the the, the mid line they no. can't cross the must the have a lot of fight so it used to be uh, before that rule, like the goalies would do that sometimes. They'd charge up and be an extra attacker. Oh, but, uh, but the but, but the NHL didn't allow that. So, nineteen seventy nine, Billy Smith, the New York Islanders, and this was kind of interesting. What happened was uh, they were playing the Colorado Rockies, which was a team for a couple of years. Right, um, they moved on. I can't remember who they. Oh, they became the Devils. Actually, New Jersey Devils. They scored an own goal. And the rule in the NHL is when an own goal is scored unassisted, it's given to the, the credit for it goes to the last, the last member of the scoring team to touch the puck. No way! And it was the goalie. So, so it was Billy Smith. So he 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 got he's the first one to get credit for it. Uh, since then, there's been 14 times it's happened. It's all been open net stuff, as yeah. you as you figured it out there. Uh, but it was a guy named Ron Hext of the Philadelphia Flyers who scored. Was the first one to score by a shot on goal. And that happened in 1987. And he actually has two. And the last time it happened was 2013 uh, when Mike Smith of the Phoenix Coyotes did it. So apparently very rare for a goalie to score a goal. Very rare. Very rare. Very rare. BMOC, you're so rare. Hockey. A lot of history with with BMOC. Yeah, you're really bringing some stuff. I'm learning a lot. 
I didn't, uh, you know, usually I I just hop on the show and do it. But tonight I I cleaned the office. I cleaned the carpets. I made it smell nice in here. I banned PD. And then I did a lot of uh, research. I love that. Very nice. There you have it. All right. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Very good. Very good. Uh, There's one one other thing I can tell you about goalies scoring goals, if if you'd like. I I thought this was hilarious. But um, (laughs) the first recorded goal in competitive play scored by a goaltender, this is pre-NHL, in 1905, the Montreal Westmonts were playing the Quebec Bulldogs in the Canadian (laughs) Amateur Hockey League. Can you do this with a Canadian accent? Okay. Fred Brophy (laughs) in Montreal and Hall of Famer Patty Moran of Quebec, they exchanged scoring attempts. Because it says here, uh, poor officiating resulted in only the goaltenders being left on the ice in a February 18th game. Ice. They, they exchanged scoring attempts before Brophy beat Moran, while the latter and most of the spectators, quote, convulsed in laughter. <laughs> <laughs> what a Apparently great the referees threw everybody off the off the off the ice and just left the goalies there to, to duke it out. Now that's funny. That is pretty funny. I know. But you know, you always know Brophy's going to beat Moran. Uh, Brophy. I mean, Brophy. Moran. Yeah, very good. All right. That was hockey trivia. I liked hockey. it. I, uh, I always, I guess get nervous when it's a sport I don't know much about. Cause I'm worried like a real deep. I, I liked it when we do the multiple choice and stuff. Yes. So very good. All right. Speaking of, uh, Multiple choice. We have rants or corrections. And I was going to skip this, but somebody typed, I have a rant and a correction. I do. Oh, so I, have, I have a correction. a Canadian accent? Oh, yeah. Hockey. All right. So I have one correction. Last week, it's a simple one. You said that uh, the game that I had picked that I lost was the Texas OU. And I didn't pick that game. I just want to make sure that my in-laws know. I picked UK over Texas A&M. And that game, I still lost. But I just want to make sure that I... Everybody knows I, I picked. You said it wrong. Um, my rant wrong. is very simple, and it has to do with uh, your high school that your kids attend and the woman at the uh, ticket booth <laughs> as I walked in with my Cleveland Indians rain slicker. Um, she goes, oh, we don't allow you in here. And I said, what? She goes, well, we're not going to let you in because of what you're wearing. And, she, and I said, oh, I'm an Indians fan. She goes, yeah. Me assuming that maybe she was a, a Reds fan because yeah. we're in Ohio. And she goes, yeah. She's like, go Astros. And I had to restrain myself. <laughs> my brother had to take me away. And and my rant is, what are you doing in Ohio? You're not an Astros fan. You're a fake fan. You just like the winner. And second of all, you beat us. Why would you? What What are you saying? Yeah. There's no yeah. There's no rivalry between us and the Astros. So that was weird. So the ticket hey, woman Peter. at your place, bad. Is there any chance she was just flirting with you? No chance. I looked horrible, <laughs> horrible, not wearing anything good. So I would say well, no. I, I actually think that the people who work the gates there, we get them, uh, they're prisoners who are doing community service. So. <laughs> that makes prisoners a lot of Houston. sense. From Houston. Then that's fine. I, I'm okay with let that. Me, let me ask you, Maestro, because uh, I know I, I sat with you for a few minutes, or not Maestro, Coach. How long did you stay after I left? Uh, probably another 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it, it got was, miserable. I mean, it was cold and rainy. And, and it got, yeah, and it, it picked up, it got worse. So it wasn't yeah. much longer. I got a, nice. I got a quick rant to piggyback on that. Oh, all right. A piggyback um, rant. Uh Oh, Maestro stealing. So Friday, I sent you guys a voice memo on our message thread 
that said, you know what sounds pretty good right now? <laughs> Some zucchini relish. You got crickets. <laughs> well, can I say that? I hate you both. Because here's what I thought. When people usually send those messages to me, they're accidents that people hit it. So I was uh, like, oh, it's. And then I did listen to it later. Um, but that was Saturday. And then I, uh, the, yeah, that was pretty good. And th- and I have to say that uh, BMOC was out of the booth. So I didn't, couldn't get any zucchini relish. So yeah, you could have, yeah. Uh, and, and can I ask uh, again why it was you were late arriving to the game? Oh, yeah. So uh, there are. <laughs> There are several high schools in this city, and um, did you go to North? I went to the wrong one. Yes, <laughs> went to the wrong game. Bought us ticket. Bought and ticket. Went walked in, in <gasps> and my brother stood there, and I said, "Hey, you know what? That doesn't look like the team. <laughs> That's not my team." My brother was like, "Son of a bitch!" And so we had to walk out. <laughs> you've been to one Westerville High School. You've been to them. It was dark. It was rainy. What am I going to do? Your brother's like, he still hasn't pulled it together. You had one job. Uh-huh. Did they give you your money back though? Oh yeah, they were very kind. Very kind. All right. Very good. Uh, I have a quick. I have a quick correction. Uh, several uh, episodes ago, um, we brought up the um, television show "Too Close for Comfort." Mm. Yes. You know, with uh, Jim J. Bullock as Monroe. Yes. Uh, well, I said he was uh, starring opposite Ted Henry. Uh, when it, what I meant was Ted Knight. Ted Knight. Ted. Ted Knight, who had been on Mary Tyler Moore. Ted Henry was the Channel 5 news anchor when I was growing up. Was rated all night. Monroe, what do you mean that you cooperated? I'd rather not talk about it. Does anyone know what's going on here? I think I do. Those two women were attracted to Moreau. They desired him and helped themselves. <laughs> themselves to what? To Monroe. They had their way with him. Ted Knight was in Caddyshack. Was Ted Knight also in, in Soap? Oh, Billy, Billy, yeah. Billy. He might have been. I love that show. That's a complete... So, I, you said Ted Henry. I, I, when you said it, I, I just thought Ted Knight. Yeah, yeah. I got him in my head. I knew who you were talking yeah, about. We do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before Ted Danson, he was the go-to Ted. The go-to was Ted. definitely. Yeah. Okay, that brings us to final thoughts. Final, final thoughts. thoughts. Final thoughts. Thought How about cool. it, Maestro? Let's let you go first. Yeah. Uh, so I I briefly touched on this over a message earlier, but I I happened to turn on Monday Night Football last night. It was late. I had, ba, 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 ba. I had done. You know, it was. <laughs> up late doing some work and you know, I, I was like, Oh, Monday night football. I put it on and literally there was five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Oh, you saw. So I saw pretty much the best part of the game, but I, I gotta tell you, man, Aaron Rodgers in those moments, he is fantastic. He threw some, he threw some, he great threw passes. some great passes. The, the, the clock management that was going on there. Like I, it blows my mind that he's a good football player. And, and I really had no doubt. Like I felt like, oh, yeah, they're going to win. Like Which, once, once he was in that rhythm of throwing the passes and the guys were catching it, I was just like, "This is going to be a hell of a of the last three or four minutes." And it was. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, but man, the way he throws the ball, he different than Brady. Brady's a winner, but he doesn't have the physical skills that Brady or Rodgers has. Rodgers is a 
It's just a physical, physically superior quarterback because yeah, he's I mean, just he can make every throw. He had blood sort of leaking through his Ugh, elbow on his shirt. Knee. His knees all banged up. Walking. He was still like, still smooth, still running around like like a wild man. It was impressive. It's a good football player. Okay, how about you, Coach? Yeah, mine mine is just simply going to be talking about the crew and what what I'm going to be now referring to as the crew miracle because I didn't think they had a shot in hell to get this done, and um, and I was probably, you know, I was already done. I was already you know beyond the fact that they were going to be gone, that there was going to be an empty stadium, and what what was going to happen. And for this to turn this way was so out of left field. Like I did not expect this at all. Like. And I'm also going to talk about Lerner, um, him stepping in and doing this. I got to tell you, Haslam, excuse me, not Lerner. Um, Haslam doing this, this is great press for him because, boy, he did not have a good uh, reputation. Right. And this is him doing goodwill in the state of Ohio. It's a win-win for both. Um, but I, Plus, plus you know, he's got a direct line now for future field goal kickers. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But I also did hear because now that Haslam has this, that there may be a chance the Browns might do some uh, – um, some of their training camp here, which yeah, might be cool as well. Yeah. And uh, I did, you know, we've, we've given other, you know, our, one of our listeners, uh, Tyler, we've given him a hard time over yes, the past have. summer, you know, cause he's so hardcore <laughs> about saving the yep. crew. And we're like, ah, oh, they're leaving. Let it go. He's like, remember still? when he's like, he's like, what are we going to that game? And I was like, he, he's like, I can drive. And I'm like to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> well played. But, you know, it's come up, the the crew has come up a few times being around him, and he's like, oh, no, there's still hope. There's still hope. Yeah. Oh, there's hope. Well, he, he was right. He was right. Ace was right. God, Ace work Ace. Right. Well done, Ace. Well done. Well done. All right, what do you got? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to decide between the two I had. Oh, I um, love this. Yeah, I know. Choose right? wisely. Okay. Uh, I, I will do this. I... I so I was I was uh, I was with Coach and his brother. Uh, first time I met your brother. Wow, he's he's a mini bow for sure. He looks he so much like totally your dad. Like my dad. Um, but I was I was like amazed that like while we're watching the football game, his daughter plays college volleyball, and he's watching on his phone a live stream of the epic Appalachian State Texas State volleyball match. Yes, you know. And then on Saturday, I watched the Bobcat game because. I, I pay five bucks for ESPN plus and I get all of the Mac games. And it's just like, it's just amazing. Like when I moved to Columbus in 2000, if you wanted to listen to the Bobcats on the radio, you had to call the radio station and remind them to put the game on. <laughs> there'd be some guy going, Oh yeah, I forgot to switch it over. Right. And yeah. so, you know, and it's just amazing now that you can like, you can be really refined and targeted in the sports that you want to watch. And I just think that's, that's good for everybody involved. Oh, I think it's amazing. I mean, everything yeah. is, is at your fingertips. Yep. Yeah. Good times. Good times. All right. So, uh, you guys got anything else? No, I, I, I think we're good. I think we're, we're pretty good. All right. This is, I thought uh, this we were is... really going to get under an hour tonight. Yeah. Felt like a hockey game. It went forever. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, well, go ahead and pat your David Blatt bobblehead on the head and head to bed. Sports Wednesday is through.
smooth. Well done, brother. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. That was something. You guys gotta you gotta holler at me when I skip stuff on the show sheet because that was that was that I didn't was, see it. I know. I, had my computer. I usually try and boldface the music and I didn't boldface it. And so we might you might yeah, I'm gonna say this you might have to change the color. Hammer the must. 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 Hammer the must.